Hello, my name is Mark Snowden, and this is my podcast. I titled this one, But Did It Matter? Um, I don't tell a lot of people this, but uh, when I was in my 20s, I nearly died, um, and I was healed by the Lord. Uh, during that time, which was pretty rough, a thought hit me. As I was laying in bed, I remember thinking, is what I'm doing making a difference? Does it matter? Keep that in mind. Um, it, it changed me. Think about uh, what I found out in a workshop um, years later. Uh, the speaker told all of us that were attending to place greeters at our church doors that represented the kind of person that they wanted their church to attract. And the leader said, if that's a 90-year-old man, then that's okay. So who does your church attract? To whom does your ministry matter to the glory of God? Again, the question to keep in mind for this is, but did it matter? Is what your church doing, does it matter? All right, I want to keep going. There were two studies that I tripped across from 2011 that really got my attention. One study was by the University of Nebraska, and the other was by the American Sociological Association. They showed that white people in America with high school educations declined in their frequency of church attendance, while those with college degrees were the most frequent attenders today. Churches have increasingly developed a literate culture. After all, we're people of the Bible, right? Look at your own church. Does it have a literate worldview preference? Is it attracting the most highly literate people in your community? Almost everything that most church leaders typically are taught to do supports a literate worldview. Things like uh, projected scripture on the screen, uh, reading Bible verses from all over the Bible, just jumping all around, uh, using fill-in-the-blank handouts, which I think is extremely uh, highly literate, summarizing biblical narratives rather than telling the stories, conducting word studies, and of course, exegeting text. All of those are the most highly literate things that you can do in a church. Unfortunately, all of these things create a non-reproducible environment by church members. There is a disconnect from the general population by literate worldview believers who rarely attract people other than those who are as literate as they are. Now, get this. Roughly half of everyone in America struggles with literacy at the, at the level used in the Bible. Only 13% of Americans are proficient at reading. Do you hear that? Only 13% of Americans are really proficient at reading. They read every day, they read to learn, they read for enjoyment, and they understand what they read, and their reading comprehension is off the charts. Okay, those statistics from the U.S. Department of Education who conducted adult literacy studies, and they, they didn't change over like a 10-year period when they did them. Training that relies on the literate approach produces believers that cannot easily pass along what they've learned. They often become irrelevant 
They don't matter. And that's the important. Really, is what we're doing mattering? And does it bother you if what you're doing is irrelevant and not mattering because it's not relating to the people that you're ministering to? Meanwhile, I've heard complaints from the most highly educated pastors as I've traveled this globe that church members are just not witnessing as they should. If making disciples is important, shouldn't we be reproducible among all people and what we're doing reproducible among all people, even if the vast majority are oral learners? If we just keep doing the same thing, then rank and file church members will just continue to put in a good word for Jesus or invite people to church to hear the pastor or maybe experience the music or have a Bible study explained to them. No matter what your church is doing, so many churches have turned worship services into what some are calling a show. Grant Lovejoy taught preaching at Southwestern Seminary, and he once said, so the ways of learning, thinking, and communicating that are second nature to most homiletics professors, preaching professors, are dependent upon high levels of literacy. We have had literacy skills in our churches so long that we forget what it was like before we acquired them. So we seldom recognize the literateness of our homiletical methods. We expect our students to use these skills in preparing and presenting sermons, perhaps unwittingly to the detriment of their listeners. And that's from the Journal of Homiletics, um, Evangelical Homiletics Society. A pastor's ability to explain the Bible to others is highly valued in training schools. However, is telling every detail of a passage the equivalent of a lawn sprinkler hoping some drops wet the random blade of grass? Are people staying with you or tuning you out? If you go deep, do they go with you? And how do you know? Small groups that don't lecture but ask thought-provoking open-ended questions do a great job at getting people to discuss deep ideas. They interact with the text and then later can reproduce it orally in the workplace. Exegesis is not wrong. It just depends upon who does it. Can you get them to execute, uh, exegete it? If believers do the exegesis as the Holy Spirit leads them, then the church leader can do a better job of making disciples like Jesus did. And that matters. I think that's why Jesus said in John 13, 16, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth for he will not speak on his own, but he will speak whatever he hears. He will also declare to you what is to come. In other words, I think Jesus was saying that you need to trust other believers to be doctrinally correct and you don't need to always be panicked over some kind of doctrinal fidelity. There, it's there, just like it is in your life as well. Our Association of Baptist Churches is immersed in a community with one million unchurched and hundreds of thousands who are not born again. May we matter to them 
as we seek to be increasingly relevant. You may not be near death like I was, but it never hurts to ask that question, is what I'm doing making a difference and does it matter?